Hey friends, it's Kara Kay, and this is the Asking for a Friend podcast, a show for the woman who has questions about herself, the church, and the world. We are all asking tough questions that affect us as women in the culture that surrounds us, and we are looking for a safe space to ask them. But don't worry, I know you're only asking for a friend. All right, friends, welcome to another episode of Asking for a Friend. So the holidays are upon us. I don't know how this even happened, but they're here. 2020 has become the worst ever, but I'm hoping there's a little bit of silver lining in the holidays. I don't know. So I've invited my friend Mary to chat with me today. So welcome, Mary. I'm excited to have you. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. to be here. Okay. So we're getting into the holidays. I know that you're a big fan of holidays. So let's talk about holiday movies. Yes. And to be clear, that is the part of the holidays. I am the biggest fan of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That and the food. Let's be real. For sure. Okay. Are you a bigger (laughs) fan? Let's talk about food first. Sure. You a bigger fan of like Thanksgiving food. Do you do the traditional or do you have some special things that you guys do? Uh, yeah, no, I'm a fan of the traditional holiday meal. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm the only one in my house who actually likes turkey, but <laughs> do you cook it? I have. Sometimes I do. Uh, and actually this year I was supposed to be hosting, uh, like extended family for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which I haven't done in several years. Uh, cause my parents moved, they normally host, but they moved into a smaller place, but yeah, I don't think we're going to be doing that this year. Yeah. My turkey responsibilities are put off for one more year. (laughs) Nice. Well, our family does brisket instead of turkey. Nice. So we do like brisket and we do still a lot of the normal sides, but Mm -hmm. yeah, we're not big turkey people. So, well, brisket is brisket is way better. I mean, let's just brisket so much better, so So much much better better. than turkey. I don't want to offend people that are like all about the turkey, but that's a but way truth is truth, right? It there is. are some black and white issues here. Yeah. That's one of them. It, it, there's no gray in Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So let's talk holiday movies. Yes. Share with me some of your like must watches. Now there are two different things that we're talking about when we talk about holiday movies. So there are okay. the traditional classic holiday movies like uh, Elf mm-hmm. or Miracle on 34th Street, White Christmas you know, Rudolph, the red, you know, why can't I say Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer? (laughs) (laughs) Because English is hard. English is hard. Words are hard. I talk for a living. That's right. Uh, So we can talk about those Mm -hmm. and they're great. Or my favorites, we can talk about the made for TV or made for streaming holiday movies of the Hallmark Lifetime Netflix. Okay. So I have to be honest. I am not a fan of Hallmark movies. I've just never liked them, Yeah. but when they started putting some of those on Netflix that are so similar, I was all about them. So maybe I am a fan. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe you're only biased against Hallmark. Maybe so, which is probably accurate. (laughs) (laughs) No, I will say like, there are, there are some differences between a holiday movie that you 
you find on Hallmark versus mm-hmm. Lifetime versus Netflix. Okay. So break it down and, for us. Sure. Well, so there are the big three that are actually the big two. So there's Hallmark Channel. Okay. And those are your typical um, fluffy, silly, rom-com Christmas movie. Okay. okay? And then there's Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Mm. And that's where you're going to find the more sentimental to schmaltzy, (laughs) serious, I'm doing air quotes, listeners, serious holiday stories. Okay. Okay. I don't like those as much because I'm not here to, like, I'm not signing up for a Christmas movie to cry. Right. Okay. Like, I don't need that. And then you have lifetime holiday movies. And those are traditionally, they have just been a little bit <sighs> overall, not, um, not down to like, I'm not saying each and every one of them, but overall a little less cheesy and up until this year, certainly more diverse. And so those are the big three channels. Now this year okay. in 2020, those three channels are putting out 69 new movies. What even? How, what, how, how did they do this? <laughs> they make their movies in Canada. So, you know, Canada doesn't have quite as many, uh, pandemic issues as we yes. do currently. So and then, I actually know this because I follow Candace Cameron Bray on uh-huh. Instagram. Yes. And just because it's like nostalgia for me, but mm-hmm. I will never watch one of her, <laughs> um, yeah. holiday movies. That's fair. There are better ones. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Candace. Yeah. Sorry. We love you. You're so cute. Yeah. She is adorable. And then, so the, also then we have now Christmas movies on Netflix. We have some on, there are sometimes ones on, uh, okay. It's not ABC family anymore. Freeform. Oh, now, okay. freeform holiday movies are definitely the edgiest. Ooh. Yeah. But Netflix is more, I mean, it's, you know, more PG than G rated, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's still, usually something the whole family can watch. That's true. Well, basically there's plenty of movies for us to watch over the next six weeks because wow. Yes. The last two years there have been close to, or even over 100 new holiday movies each year. I can't even wrap my mind around that. It's ridiculous. And I am, I apparently hate myself because every year I've watched all of them. (laughs) Well, I've watched nearly all of them like a lunatic, uh, but I have said, Hey guys, I'm going to make a movie premiere schedule for you. Mm. So I spent hours and hours and hours compiling all the dates, all the information, all the actors, all the things. And then BET says, but wait, we've got four holiday movies for you. <laughs> and then I on television, I on television, it's like, Hey, we've got six new holiday movies this year. And then Hallmark Channel is like, you know that schedule we gave you? It's bunk. We're changing it all around. So I just try to keep up. They didn't ask you first before they released all that. They didn't ask me. And when I gave them my feedback, they did not take it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you to send me some links to some of your um, your podcast stuff and I'll put it okay. all in my show notes. So if people are like, Oh, I want to re I want to watch all 100 episodes. Yeah. They will, or movies. I don't even know what they're called. I, I don't watch them. I mean, they're called a lot of things, but we'll stick with movies. <laughs> That's probably the best. 
Okay. So let's get into like serious stuff. Sure. I invited you here today to talk about finding joy in the holidays. Now, obviously mm -hmm. one way we do this is by watching movies, but right. there's a lot of hard stuff going on. And I would say Ooh. this year is probably going to be one of the hardest holiday seasons for so many people. Mm -hmm. Let's get into that. What does that look like? I mean, I just consider first off families that have lost people this year yeah. or just suffering from loss, whether it's job loss, a loss of a family member, there's so much loss. How do you mm -hmm. encourage people to step into the holidays in a season of loss? Carefully step carefully, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but do step. I, I think, you know, yeah. do walk into the holidays. Don't now. Okay. I'm, I was going to say, don't avoid them, but you know what, if you need to, if you need to check out for a year, that's okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay. If you say, you know what, it's not, it's not best for me, for my mental health, for my family, for us to be part of this particular family gathering or yeah. this tradition or this holiday event. I think that's okay. Yeah. I think and I think, you know, I've heard so many people say, I've heard so many people say, it's just not going to be the same. Well, you're right. Of it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think we just have to, we, we have to say it and we have to accept it. Like we can't force Christmas 2020 into a Christmas 2019 box. Right. It won't fit. Right. And even in another year, let's say four years down the road, someone's listening to this episode, we can't fit Christmas any year into the box of our imagined fantasy Christmas. Yes, yes. Because no holiday, no season, no nothing is ever going to live up to our expectations. Yeah. Every season has some hard stuff in it. Right. But along with that, I think, I believe, I have to. I have to believe that every season also has some good stuff. Yeah. It might be smaller. It might be harder to find. It might be harder to hold on to when we're, it feels like we're just being, you know, rained down on, by, you know, the blows don't stop coming in 2020 or in insert hard year here. Yeah. But we can hold on to the things that give us hope and joy. And I think it's just so important during the holidays so that we don't, so we don't get to January and feel like, oh man, we missed it. Yeah. Right. This may be a bit of a hard question for some people or even a hard thing for them to admit, but what about people who are like, I don't like my family, um, for whatever <laughs> reason that is, maybe it's the people that have really began to reckon with racial injustice, but then they're seeing their aunt Joe sharing all these racist things on Facebook and they know yeah. they have to sit next to her at the Christmas table. How do how do they approach that when they're really struggling with not seeing eye to eye with family? Well, I mean, I'm not an expert and I think that it depends a lot on your personality Yeah, and also your goals or what you feel like your responsibility is right um, on whatever the issue that's dividing you is. I am a um, avoid confrontation at all costs type of person. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> uh, so I would say 
right now, pause this podcast, go to Facebook or Instagram, wherever it is you're seeing those family members post and hide them all. Yes. Unfollow, unfriend if you have to, put them in timeout, mute them, whatever, whatever you need to do so that you're not seeing that. Because you know what? We've always had these huge differences with the people yeah. in our lives. Oh, we yeah. just didn't know about it to this extent. Yeah. So I say hide them. Like for me personally, I don't need to know what my uncle George thinks about racism. <laughs> I probably could have guessed before. I don't <laughs> yes. need to know. And so I unfollowed him. Yeah. Because it just made me upset. Right. And in the end, it, I mean, you know, that particular relationship with that particular relative for me doesn't matter enough yes. for my blood pressure to skyrocket. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of it is. You know, some people are struggling with maybe their parents or yes, grandparents. That's or a something. big deal. And so those relationships that you have ongoing all the time, those mm-hmm. are, maybe there needs to be a conversation there. I think that's where you, like you choose to invest in the hard stuff there. Yes. Yeah. You let some of the other stuff go. Yes. Or, you know, I heard on another podcast, I, I think it was on Sorta Awesome, where they talk about pass the beans. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're in, you know, you're at the family gathering, you know, maybe you're all outside for a barbecue because pandemic. Yep. And someone starts in on some topic that you just, you can't see eye to eye on. Maybe you know you're not going to change their mind and vice versa. Change the subject. Yeah. Pass the beans. Yeah. Did you see someone so, you know, soccer trophy or, or whatever, or maybe come prepared with some safe topics of conversation. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. But then also, I mean, I do think we have to choose like, which ones are we going to, which, which debates will we enter? Right. I think about so many friends and family members I know who have relationships that have completely broken down. Right. And I think, um, that's a whole different situation. Right. And that's, that's hard. And maybe just remember that hopefully this is only a season yeah. and we can come back together and we can, um, connect more calmly, even on the topics. I mean, I'm not saying calm down. about your racial justice. No, I am not saying that. Don't hear me (laughs) say that. Uh, There are things that we need to stay passionate about. We need to keep fighting for, but hopefully maybe 2021 or 2022 is the year we can talk to those people again. Right. I don't know, but then, you know, we don't want to wait till tomorrow. I don't know. It's yeah, it is a, it's a hard thing to step into. And something my, my husband said to me recently when there was a situation that we were frustrated with somebody that we were close to and that we, you know, we saw occasionally, but not all the time. And so it was like, well, do I need to go talk to them or do I need to just let this go? And he was like, I mean, sometimes it's better to not like burn a bridge when it's not that big of a deal. There are things, I mean, we brought up racism as the example, but there are things that are not going to be that big of a deal. Racism yeah. is a big deal. Hear us right. in that. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, don't be racist. But right. but there's going to be things that's like, you know what? If that thing blows over just because you saw Uncle Joey 
I don't why do I keep going with Joe names? Apparently I'm stuck on that. But you know, just because you saw somebody post something on Facebook that you were like, ugh, I didn't like that they said that. It, is it worth destroying a relationship? Right. If it's not somebody that you're in constant um interaction with. So I yeah. think it's just a lot of things to consider, like what is healthy here in this season mm -hmm. and pass the beans when you need to. Right. Or stay home. Yeah. I was going to say, thankfully, <laughs> I mean, maybe we won't have to be around those, our racist, you know, mm -hmm. extended family because we can't do holidays together. <laughs> so that's right. There's, a, there is your out. Line. Yep. Yep, for sure. So <laughs> stay home, eat your brisket and enjoy the holidays mm -hmm. with the people that you really like. Well, maybe you don't like the people in your house either. That can be hard as well. That's a whole different conversation probably. Yes, it is. So, all right. So what are some other ways, like give us some practical things. What are some practical things people can do to find joy when the holidays don't feel so happy and joyful? Well, a couple of things that I have found to be helpful when I have struggled during the holidays. Um, one would be, and I know this is such a cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true is giving back. Yeah. It's helping it others. So true. And I'm not saying you have to, you know, like start today and get all your hashtag thankfuls in or, right. you know, do 25 random acts of kindness in December. Most of us don't have time for that. No, we sure don't. <laughs> but we can do something. We can reach out to somebody else. We can send a card. We can send a text message. Mm -hmm. We can drop a few dollars in the bucket or take our old coats to the goodwill. Mm -hmm. We can all do something. And I think if we do the little bits that we can and maybe even push ourselves a bit, then it helps kind of recenter our focus. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, look for people in more pain than you. So you feel better about your own life. <laughs> right. But it does help your perspective when mm -hmm. you realize that you're not the only one struggling. Right. Absolutely. It's not a contest to see who has the hardest life. Yeah. But just remembering that you're not the only one. Yeah. Oh, another thing that I think really helps is planning for days off. Oh yeah. Because whether you are an introvert or you are, um, you're just peopled out because your people have been in your space for nine months now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or you're really struggling with anxiety, depression, grief. Right. I think that when you are forced to uh, connect with people, when you're forced to put on your holiday face, mm -hmm. that's okay. And you'll make it, you'll survive, but you're going to need some downtime afterwards. Yeah. So I think planning for those times, you know, plan for four hours where you can lay in your bed under the covers. Yes. That or, sounds so nice. Or you can drive your car to the library parking lot and no, you can't go into the library or the coffee shop maybe, but you can sit there with your book in the car all yeah. by yourself. Yeah. I've done that. Yep. I think along those lines of giving back, I think that's really important. Um, and I think I would just encourage people in not giving back because you need to show off in it. Not that anybody really like, Ooh, I'm going to go do this so I can take a picture, <laughs> but just be 
be aware of people around you. Keep your eyes open and, and look for those people around you. Ask your kids some ways that have been really great for our family to connect with other families in our community that are in need are from our kids. They come home and say, Hey mom, my, you know, my friend at school, they're really struggling. She, you know, I can tell like she doesn't have a jacket, you know, they, she's mentioned like these things. And so just step in and meet them and yeah. ask, cause sometimes people, you know, sometimes people don't want help, but sometimes if you can step in and say, Hey, you know, we noticed, you know, that your daughter might need this and I have this outgrown one, this kind of, you know, just anything, yeah. little things like that. Or one of the greatest things that our um, small groups have done together is providing Christmas to a family in need. Yeah. Just getting a list from them and saying, Hey, we want to give your kids a great Christmas. Don't go overboard because you don't want to set the family up for failure when right. next year they can't, but give those gifts to the parents. Don't say, Hey, this is from people at church or whatever. Give the gifts mm -hmm. to the parents to give to their kids and just allow them to have that amazing time of joy with their kids to love yeah. on them in a way that they never could maybe. But yeah, I think there's little things like that, that we can do to step in and really just come alongside people and, and love them. And those things do bring us joy. That's not the yes. goal in it, but it brings us so much joy and it helps us, like you said, recenter. Mm -hmm. And for me, it helps my kids as well, because if your kids are like mine, which I assume they are because they're children, right? It's, it's all about me, me, me during the holidays. Oh, what yeah. gifts am I going to get? Is this the last gift I get to open? How many more do I get? <laughs> how many is grandma getting? You know, it's like how yeah. much stuff for me, but when they can see people around them that are hurting mm -hmm. and struggling, then it helps them realize, Oh, you know, I, maybe the few gifts I got is pretty great. And maybe they will get to a point that they say, can you buy me one less thing so I can buy a present for my friend or something like that. Yeah, but bringing them in into giving back, I think is key um, for people that have kids as well. And I think that not only do those things bring us joy, but I think that they can bring us a little bit of peace mm, because yeah. one of the things, you know, in this year of 2020, we are all feeling a lack of control. Yes. But I think that's also the same for any hard season. You know, when yeah. someone dies, when you lose a job, when you're going through divorce, you feel this lack of control. Like I can't control anything. It's all falling apart, mm -hmm. but I can choose. And maybe listen, we may not be able to choose to be happy. Right. Because sometimes you cannot. Yeah. And joy Christmas is not, not the same thing as happiness. No. So maybe I can't I can't control what's going on in the world. I can't control what's going on in my life, but I can control, and I can't even control what's going on inside of me, but I can choose to give back in a small way. And that's something that I can control. Hmm. I can't control their reaction. I can't control how my donation is used, but I can control that I am being generous, yeah. that I am being kind. I am being thoughtful. And it's the same with, you know, the whole planning the days off. Mm -hmm. You can't even control if that goes according to plan, but you can That's choose true. to take care of yourself and the people around you by making that plan. Yeah. And I'm a little bit of a control freak. So that appeals to me. Same. <laughs> Same. Are you an Enneagram one? 
Oh yeah. I thought we talked about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I am too. And so I get that. Like when, anytime anybody says control, like we feel the need (laughs) for control, I'm like, you don't understand what that means unless you are an Enneagram one. (laughs) Exactly. This is so hard for us. So yeah, I feel that deeply. Yeah. As we wrap up, I want to ask you three big questions. So for number one, if you could talk about one thing forever, what would it be? Hallmark movies? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like I should probably say Jesus. Oh yeah. That's a given. But if I got two options. Okay. Two options. (laughs) Oh man. If I could talk about one thing forever. I don't think I would limit it to Hallmark movies. I think I would limit it to um, pop culture that matters to me. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Because everyone else would have to like be interested in it. Yes, yes. They would be, yes, you're right. I did learn about God from Cobra Kai. I did. Oh my gosh, so much, so much. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So if you could snap your fingers and change something forever, what would it be? Well, my real answer is very, it's just for me. So again, like obviously I would snap my fingers and everyone would be saved by Jesus. Yes, of course. You're such a good little Sunday school attendee. But right after that, <laughs> I would use my other hand to snap. <laughs> I would, uh, I would lose weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Or even like have never gained it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm there with you. Okay. Last question. If you could encourage someone today who's struggling with a big question in their life or just struggling in some way, maybe it's with the holidays. How Mm -hmm. would you encourage them? I would say if you are struggling with a big question right now, ask it, Mm -hmm. ask someone or just ask God. Yeah. Ask yourself you know, journal about it. If that's your thing, I would say, don't hold it in. Don't feel ashamed of it or scared of it. If you're struggling, tell someone. And even, I mean, I understand that some people truly don't have anyone. Oh yeah. But there are helplines. There are podcasts like this that answer hard questions. There are ways to ask someone. That's so true. Say something. So that's what I would say. First of all, that's good. All right. Tell everybody where they can find you, what you're up to. If you have anything you'd like to share that's going on, tell us everything. Okay. Here is everything. Awesome. (laughs) You can find me at marycarver.com. That's my website. You can also find all the holiday movie fun you could ever ask for at hookedonholidaymovies.com. So good. It is super fun. I'm at Mary Carver on Instagram and you can also find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. It's Mary Carver. And from there you can join my Facebook group, the couch, which is super awesome. It is super fun. And, uh, it's a Facebook group for listeners of my podcast, which is called the couch, but it's really for anyone who loves pop culture and wants to talk about it. Yeah. Which I do. And it's a great outlet for me to hear what other people think. So yes. I love it. And it, and it is a safe judgment-free zone. That's right. So you can say you like Hallmark movies and no one's going to openly judge you. They that's might true. in their own head and that's, they okay. might, 
And if you're like my friend Jill, you can say, I hate Hallmark movies. They're the stupidest thing on earth. And that's okay too. And that's fine. Yep. I mean, she's wrong, but whatever. I mean, I, I will side with her on that. <laughs> well, you know, can't win them all. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right, friend. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that it, you have a very joyful holiday season. Um, Thank I hope you. everybody listening does. Uh, yeah, yes. this was fun. We should do it again sometime. We should. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Kara K. James, and you've just listened to the Asking for a Friend podcast. I hope that you are inspired and encouraged by these conversations to step out of the status quo and engage in conversations that matter. You can find the show notes for this episode and subscribe at karakjames.com slash podcast. I also love connecting with you on social media. I'm at karak.james on Instagram and Facebook and at karak.james on Twitter. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at karak.james.com slash newsletter. This podcast is meant to provide you with a safe space to work through the questions that you have about yourself, the church, and the world around you. Please never hesitate to reach out if you need a safe place to land. Thank you so much for listening and keep asking questions for a friend. Mm -hmm.